You're listening to the Pilot Photog Podcast. Let's take a look at France's Omni-Roll fighter, the Dassault Rafale. The Dassault Rafale is a French-designed and produced multi-role fighter intended to perform aerial reconnaissance, air superiority, interdiction, ground support, strike missions, anti-ship, and even nuclear deterrence missions. Because of this vast range of missions, the Rafale is often referred to as the Omni-Roll fighter. Notable features include a delta wing, canards, twin engines, a single vertical stabilizer, and a permanently extended refueling probe. The word Rafale itself translates to gust of wind or burst of fire in a more military sense. When it comes to armament, the Rafale is armed with an internal GIAT 30 30mm revolver cannon. Designed to be both effective in air-to-air as well as air-to-ground rolls, the GIAT 30 can fire up to 2,500 rounds per minute and either fire continuously or be selected to fire in bursts of either 0.5 seconds or 1 second. Additionally, the Rafale has an impressive 14 hardpoints, with 13 on the M version. More on that later. These hardpoints in the Rafale can hold 9,500 kilograms or 20,900 pounds and are used to carry various ordnance, both air-to-air and air-to-ground munitions, which allow the Rafale to perform as a true omni-roll fighter. Some air-to-air loadout examples include the short-range R-550 Magic Missile, the short or medium-range Fire and Forget MICA or MICA Missile, which can be radar-guided or infrared-guided, or the ultra-long 150-kilometer range Meteor Missile, which boasts a 60-kilometer no-escape zone. For air-to-ground missions, the Rafale can take the conventional Mark 82 series of freefall bombs along with a suite of Paveway laser-guided bombs. Additionally, the Rafale can also equip the MBDA Apache Anti-Runway Cruise Missile, which is as devastating as it sounds, or the MBDA Low Observable Storm Shadow Cruise Missile, or Scalp EG as it is known in France. For anti-ship operations, the Sea Skimming Exocet Missile can also be equipped. And finally, for nuclear deterrence, the ASMPA or Nuclear Cruise Missiles can be equipped. The ASMPA can have a yield of up to 300 kilotons. Sensors. To be an Omni-Roll fighter, the Rafale needs to have the best sensor suite available. Today, the Rafale uses the RBE-2AA radar, which is an actively electronically scanned array or AESA radar. The RBE-2 radar can quickly switch between air-to-air and air-to-ground modes and provides excellent spectral purity, a wide bandwidth, and ECCM, or electronic counter-countermeasures. It is important to note that the Rafale is the first European-based aircraft to equip an AESA radar system. Additionally, the Rafale makes use of a long-range optoelectronic system known as Front Spectre Optronics or FSO. The FSO is a passive sensor system which enables firing of infrared or heat-seeking missiles at beyond visual range distances. Since FSO is optically based, it is immune to electronic jamming and can be used to provide long-range covert surveillance. Furthermore, the FSO provides laser range-finding capabilities for ground, sea, and air targets. To provide situational awareness and electronic warfare capabilities, the Rafale uses the Spectra system. Spectra integrates fully with other aircraft systems and provides multi-layer threat warning capabilities against hostile missiles, lasers, and radars. Long-range detection, localization, and identification of threats are carried out by Spectra, which allows the pilot to select the best countermeasures to deal with the identified threats. Spectra also includes an adaptable threat library and provides a next-generation missile warning system. 
The Rafale also makes use of advanced data links and data fusion which effectively provides the Rafale a complete view of the integrated battle space. And while not a fully stealth aircraft, the extensive use of composites and implementation of S-duct air intakes to conceal engine fan blades, the Rafale has a greatly reduced radar cross-section, to the point that many of the features which reduce the radar signature are still classified. Development Dating back to the 1970s, the French Navy and Air Force began working on requirements for a new fighter. In an effort to reduce costs, a decision was made to develop a single fighter that could fulfill both roles. At the same time, efforts to develop a pan-European fighter were already underway. In 1979, this effort was known as the European Collaborative Fighter Project, and then renamed the European Combat Aircraft or ECA. France contributed to the aerodynamic layout of the proposed fighter, and after some disagreements in 1981, a new program called the Future European Fighter Aircraft, or FEFA, program began in 1983. The FEFA program involves Spain, West Germany, Italy, the UK, and France. However, due to France's insistence on a naval variant, they would soon exit the FEFA, ultimately leaving Spain, Italy, the UK, and a reunified Germany to go on to produce the excellent Eurofighter Typhoon. Meanwhile, France would continue development of a new fighter on its own. This was no small task. France would not only have to develop the airframe, but also the engines, avionics, and weapon systems all in-house. Additionally, since the requirement was for the new fighter to serve in the Air Force and Navy, it would be replacing no fewer than five fighter types. By 1984, the Dassault company had been selected, and a technology demonstrator was planned. In 1986, the technology demonstrator took its maiden flight where it went supersonic and only took 300 meters of runway to land. Further trials were performed with the technology demonstrator, including carrier takeoffs and landings. It is interesting to note that the technology demonstrator was initially powered by a General Electric F404 GE400 engine, the same engine used on the F-18 Hornet. The GE engines were used initially as the Snecma M88s were not considered ready at the time. By 1990, the M88s were installed in the Rafale demonstrator, which was redesignated the Rafale A. The Rafale A would ultimately go on to demonstrate the Rafale's supercruise ability and log some 865 flights. The A model helped both the French Air Force and Navy develop their variants to meet their needs. The Air Force requested a single-seat version which became known as the Rafale Chasseur or C model. Chasseur translates to fighter or hunter. The Air Force also requested a two-seat model which became known as the Rafale B. The prototype B version was used for weapons testing and carrying heavy loads. The Navy version became known as the Rafale M, which was a single-seat variant with carrier takeoff and landing gear and weighed about 500 kilograms or 1,100 pounds more as a result. The new B, C, and M prototypes differed from the technology demonstrator in that they made extensive use of composites and radar-absorbing materials, which would go on to be standard in all production models. The design process of the Rafale was immensely helped by the use of Dassault's proprietary computer-aided three-dimensional interactive application software, or Katia. Katia allowed for digital markups as well as numerous efficiency improvements. From a design perspective, the Rafale combines a delta wing along with canards to provide maximum agility. The airframe is built to handle G-loads of minus 3.6 and positive 9 Gs, and even up to 11 Gs in an emergency. Additionally, the Rafale was designed to be as simple to maintain as possible. One such example is the engine can be removed in just one hour with only two persons performing the work. Initial production Rafales were built to the France 1 or F1 standard. As an initial batch, the F1 series did not include air-to-ground capabilities. 
In 2006, the F2 series began deliveries, and these included air-to-ground capability. Beginning in 2008 and continuing through today, the F3 series have been delivered and include nuclear capability. Additionally, all operational F1 and F2 series aircraft have been retrofitted to the F3 standard, delivering on the design requirements for being a true Omnirole fighter. While initially 330 orders were proposed, this number was cut back following the end of the Cold War and other cutbacks over the years. To date, over 200 Rafales have been produced and are showing promising results as an export fighter. Operators France is understandably the single largest operator of the Rafale, with the French Air Force or Armée de l'Air, which operates 110 B and C Rafales and bases across France, and the French Navy or Marine Nationale, which operates just over 40 Rafales on carriers and air bases. It is important to note that the naval version of the Rafale, the M model, is able to land and take off from U.S. carriers, the only non-U.S. fighter to be able to do so. In fact, some Rafale pilots are even qualified to operate from American carriers. Other customers include Egypt, which was the first export customer of the Rafale and currently operates over 20 examples with more expected on the way. Qatar is another customer with 15 examples and another 21 on order. India is the most recent customer with 36 Rafales on order and several being delivered. Potential future customers include Spain, Indonesia, and Malaysia. Operational History The first combat deployment of the Rafale occurred in 2002 in support of Operation Enduring Freedom. Rafale M's operating out of the carrier Charles de Gaulle flew patrols over Afghanistan in support of Allied forces. Additionally, from 2009 through 2011, Rafale supported NATO ground forces in Afghanistan. During Operation Hartman, which was the name of the effort given to support French intervention in Libya in 2011, Rafales were used first as reconnaissance aircraft and then led some of the first air-to-ground strikes against targets near Benghazi. It is important to note that the Rafales did not require additional suppression of enemy air defenses or seed aircraft to accompany them. Typically, seed aircraft will come in first to take out enemy anti-air defenses, but the Rafales handled this using their Spectra systems, thereby operationally demonstrating their Omni-Roll fighter capabilities. In 2013 in Mali, as part of Operation Several, Rafale supported the Mali government in combating radical Islamic forces who sought an overthrow of the existing regime. The airstrikes conducted by the Rafales were said to be instrumental in causing the rebel forces to withdraw. In 2014, the Rafales were used in support of combating ISIS forces in northern Iraq. Initially, the Rafales would be used as a reconnaissance aircraft identifying targets for U.S. warplanes, but eventually the Rafales would perform airstrikes themselves. In 2015, Rafale M's, again operating from the Charles de Gaulle, struck targets associated with ISIS. And most recently, in 2018, Rafales performed airstrikes against targets in Syria during the Syrian Civil War. The Rafale has an extensive and proven combat record, and these operations not only illustrate its effectiveness as a weapon, but also its operational readiness, as most of these missions involved long flights and extensive aerial refueling to reach targets. Future The Dassault Rafale is expected to serve well into the 2040s. However, Germany and France have already started working on their sixth-generation fighter, known as the Future Combat Air System, or FCAS. It is assumed that the new FCAS fighter will complement and eventually replace the venerable Rafale. What do you think? Is the Rafale the best European fighter? Where does it rank in today's fourth and fifth generation fighters? Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. You can also check out my YouTube channel. I'll leave the link in the show notes below. 
And lastly, you can find me on any social media platform at Pilot Photog. Be well, stay safe, and see you next time.